Hi, I'm Lisa Mirable with Moving Into the Future, and I'm here with Jack Maseka from the Advance Group. Hi, Jack. Good morning. Good morning, Lisa. This is really a special uh, segment that we have today. I think it's very relevant. This is the first of a four-part series for returning to office. Um, We want to bring you the most up-to-date and current information on this very hot topic. So, Jack, as a moving company, the Advance Group, um, what could you tell us about returning to office in this hot topic? Right. We've been seeing now in the news uh, a lot of different companies releasing their return to office plans, and, and, and they're all a little different, which is cool. Um, you know, we saw Ford in the news this week. Uh, it, it released their plans, and they're really focused on creating these flexible and, and, and dynamic spaces where uh, employees can have, you know, rolling um, conference room carts with, you know, all of the same up-to-date technology that you would see in a regular conference room and uh, allowing them to book uh, open spaces where they can meet and, and um, you know, collaborate together, uh, which is unique, uh, you know, compared to, to just having a conference room. And then you see a company like Uber that released an open letter this week where they are requiring employees to be in the office three days a week. I think they were going to start that in July, I think it was. Uh, and then they can work from home two times a week and, and really emphasizing the need for in-person collaboration and, and team members, you know, coming in to work together and stressing how important that is. And, and then you see a company like HSBC, the bank, um, eliminating all executive offices and going strictly into hoteling, um, which is also very interesting. And I, and I could imagine, you know, doesn't make some executives uh, very happy who really probably enjoyed having that type of privacy, but you know that 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 type of uh, work. Okay. Well, um, let me stop you us. right there. HSBC has been all over the internet. Have you been following this? Oh yeah, I did see that. I did, did see, see that with a guy I who mean, had a heart attack. I mean, that's terrible. It it's really horrible. But he posted on LinkedIn, I think, right after his heart attack, like this isn't a good day. Tomorrow, I have a meeting with my manager right. and talking about lack of, you know, that personal, uh, that need for personal communication. But also, it speaks to how over booked we are. I think they said that people are working on an average of like 80 to 100 hours now that we're working from home because it's just there's no off button. There's no off button. Now we're just 24 hour access. I mean, between our technology and, and what's expected. And we're also afraid, I think, of what could happen next of course that we want to hold on to our jobs. And of course. I mean, this hoteling thing, it's really interesting. But um, the fact that he even references the fact, the fact that he's referencing that he's overzoomed. Right. That was the first thing he said. That's crazy. It is. He said, I need to cut back. He had a heart attack. And the first thing he said in his his LinkedIn post, post is that I need to cut back on the amount of Zoom meetings that I take, which is insane. I mean, and you know what? To a lot of people, like that went super viral. And a lot of people see that too, and it probably gets them thinking, like, "Yeah, I probably viral need to do because the same. we can all relate." Yeah, exactly. You know? We all relate to it. Right. I, I I know that I'm booked like every minute on the minute. It's like, okay, if I'm not here, I'm there. If I'm not on that call, if I'm not on that call, I'm on this Zoom, and if I'm not on this Zoom, I'm on the next Zoom. And then who has the Zoom in? Right. Exactly. <laughs> We're texting exactly. each other the last meeting because you're like, <laughs> "Is it on our Zoom or their Zoom or who's Zoom and your Zoom and can you take a Zoom?" And I'm like, ah! right. Just yeah. Over no, it's, it's absolutely right. So, you know, that's why 
I think we're reaching a boiling point as a society yeah. with the and, and listen, you know, we we've done what we had to do. You know, right. thank God the vaccine rollout is seems to be going good. And there's definitely a lot of um positive momentum that is creating uh the the, the need for companies to come out with their return to office plans. And you know, it's 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 very exciting for me specifically because it, it allows me to, to really be a part of that and help with that. And, you know, for a situation like hoteling, we'll, we'll talk about it um, from a couple of different viewpoints and how it's going to work. But I think you have um, an opportunity as a moving company uh, just to discuss the software needs, the technology right. move, the cleaning needs, you know, all of this comes into play with returning to office. And these are all services that the advanced group offers and does really well because they've been doing it before right. the pandemic. So you really know how to do it and perform it well and quickly and efficiently without disturbing the workplace and disturbing the workspaces. But I'm so glad to hear that Uber's requiring their people to come in three to, you know, three days a week to work collaboratively because we are missing that human connection. And I think things get done so much better oh, yeah. from a company standpoint when you are collaborating. And there's only so much technology can do for that. And I know that it's a strong foot into the advanced group and your technology moves. But I think the need for personal personalization is, you know, and that human contact is just a core human need. Right. And I know you brought up before... Um, HSBC again and being in that hoteling environment so you have the software needs you have that technology need how does advanced group play a role in that right so let's start from the beginning um, you know part of the hoteling dynamic is personal desks don't exist anymore right so all right guys so here's some tips for returning to office personal desks don't exist anymore in, what does that mean right i'm so, an employee you know, what am i bringing we have, i got a hotel what am i bringing well you know you, you, when, before I, pandemic, I think i have to i need an overnight bag right you know i'm going to a hotel i need my overnight bag to have a clean pair of underwear but that's not, <laughs> that's not the case that is not the case okay. definitely not definitely not so you know, before the pandemic, you would have your desk set up the way you like it, whether you have, you know, pictures or plants or whatever it may be. It was your personal space under the hoteling, uh, you know, way of thinking and way of going about things. That's no longer the case. Desks are set up in a standard fashion. So whether it's one floor might have and, and, and this is what we see and this is what we help with. Um, you know, one floor might have single monitors and a phone set up. That'll typically be for a salesperson or, you know, somebody in that realm who, who needs a phone and, 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 you know, doesn't necessarily need dual monitors to do their work. And then we'll see uh, on another floor, there'll be dual monitors set up there and maybe be a little bit more... Um, just more set up for, for technology. So consistent workspace setups. Right. Floor to floor. Right. Socially, properly socially right. distanced. And then they're being cleans every night. So well, the next person who comes in has a nice. Well, this is what's interesting. Okay. So part of hoteling is those desks are booked on a daily basis, right? right? So software is used to book those desks. And what happens through that software is you can also uh, compile data to see what floors are being more used more often? When are there not employees there because they have to book during certain time limits, right? right? What so, time periods right. don't they? 
So that's when the cleaning crews Are can come in. Are they not occupied? And it. that's when they can re-sanitize stuff for, you know, whether it's like a, a, a morning. So certain teams are in the morning, and then, you know, they're out, and then the sanit sanitization crew can come in. That's super crew, smart. And then the, the afternoon crew can come in. This is all the type of software that's being offered, and we're actually in the process of partnering with a company that offers like workplace software That's and great. measures um, occupancy levels on each floor. So, and what it is is facilities teams can connect to this software from their phone and see, okay, you know, we have too many people on uh, a certain floor. We need to rearrange this. We need to figure out how we can better do this to, to better stack our employees so that right. efficiencies right correct. And um, you can also see you know what areas are are considered hot areas, not just desks, but also breakout areas. You know how are our conference rooms being utilized now? We talked mm. about that last episode where you know some companies are eliminating conference rooms, whether to create you know single person private office areas or create more room for socially distanced desks or open uh, collaboration spaces, things like that. So it, it, it's going to be heavily based on usage and the data gained for that usage for companies to figure out how their space can best be utilized. And, and that's where the advanced group can help, not only from that software data, but also the execution and rearrangement and reconfigure spaces that we were talking about last reconfigure time. Reconfigure the spaces, then I imagine the technology moves, because I know I'm you know, we live right. in a metro area, right. Right? right? I have three monitors at home because when I'm working, I need to see, you know, what's going on in different areas of the business. I'm looking at the logistics. I'm looking at, you know, what's coming with the hot leads are and things like that. Uh, you know, there's different monitors and I'm not going to schlep that back and forth. Right. Of course not. So I don't have a car. I'm commuting uh, via, you know, train, you right. know, mass transportation. And you're not carrying three monitors. I'm not carrying or, that's no, not going to go I'm not well carrying for it. You. Plus my plant. Because right. I can't exactly. leave her at home. <laughs> I can't leave my baby Exactly. At home. So, right. yeah. And, and that's, again, where we can help with a bit of a cost analysis. So we can see, you know, what makes more sense cost-wise. Does it make sense to buy all new monitors um, and, and set those up in the office? Or do we want to, you know, bring back the monitors that we allowed employees to take home, uh, you know, at the beginning right. of the pandemic? Uh, and, and we can kind of help plan that out because, again, there's a lot of components that go into that. It's not just the cost to buy the monitors. It's also, you know, for us to receive them at our warehouse because you can't receive them into the office Correct. because no one's there. So you can't rely on, And I'm you sure know, sanitation purposes you right, need to Exactly. So sure you can't rely clean. on shaky delivery times. Mm -hmm. And, again, it could be a drop delivery where they're just dropping it off and then, you know, you're not going to require your facilities people to – carry over you know it could be anywhere from 50 to you know whatever 500 right. monitors so you analyze the cost to buy or to um buy or deliver, keep and deliver right keep, buy deliver, deliver to our warehouse okay. and then deliver to the office set it all up you know that can get costly so maybe it is uh more cost effective for the advanced group to go to employees homes pack up their IT items that they that they need back in the office and then set it up in that, you know, singular fashion that we were talking about before. Um, because it's a very, very delicate um, process in the sense of you don't want to do it more than once. You know, you don't want it to be a situation where we have to go back multiple times because we're seeing 
we have too many dual monitor setups or too many single monitor setups or stuff like that. You really want to try your best to get it right. And it, it ranges from, you know, different company size. You know, we're talking right now about companies with uh, multiple floors and, you know, Excuse multiple me. different employees. You know, if you're on a single floor and let's say you have 50 people, that's a little easier. Um, and can be managed a little bit more efficiently. Right. But, uh, you know, there, there's still components to that. So it's all um, it's all about what fits your company best. And I think that's what's really nice about what we're seeing with these different companies that we mentioned between Ford, Uber, and um, HSBC. They're doing what they think is best. You know, HSBC is moving to hoteling because they referenced a majority of their people are traveling anyways so they're hardly in the they were hardly in the office before the pandemic so this hoteling obviously the pandemic um fast forwarded this plan but this ho ho hoteling setup kind of allows for more flexibility which we talked about a lot last episode and for somebody like that gentleman who had a heart attack at least can give him the option now and that's what yeah, employees Yeah, is it going to be more stressful? I was wondering if it was going to be more stressful because, uh, one, when you're home, you're constantly working. But now I have to decide, okay, when is it best for me to to go into the office Is it and carrying stuff? And is my software going to work and my technology going to work when I go from one place to the other? So I I see that as, oh, God, I'm already getting itchy. Like, well, I'm already getting hot. Yeah, like, right? right yeah, now. you're scratching right now. And I'm getting nervous and... You know, so yeah, I mean, you know, part of this return to office is, is making sure your spaces are functional. And, and one of the things we'll have to talk about eventually is, is another article I saw where 60 percent of executives don't have a return or a plan yet. So, you know, th that could be something we talk about in the future. But let, let, let me just focus on what we're talking about now. Um, having the software set up or excuse me having the hardware set up for employees and making sure that the second that they get to office the office and can operate is what what the, the advanced, advanced group, group and i specialize in yeah. you know with my experience uh working on the end user side that was the name of the game we always typically opened on a monday so we had the weekend to set up so you're talking pre-pandemic you guys were doing this already right, so that's course. why you're experts yeah. and specialists yeah. in this. well i think your experience is going to speak volumes in a in a time like oh, yeah. this yeah you know? it definitely and people will should really be turning to you but, but having the space set up and that software ready to go is is what we get paid for i mean that's what we're here for um and, and stemming off what else you were saying you know, what it is, is we are creatures of habit. Mm. And like when we were in high school and there weren't assigned seats anymore, you always kind of sat in the same seat, you know? Isn't it funny how we do that it's just true. by nature? Yeah, you routine. Know? So it is. It's, it's routine. Comfort. Exactly, right. And, 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 you know, we get, we get comfortable in our spaces. And um, it'll probably be the same way with hoteling and going to the office. Team members... We just do it naturally where we like, we see what works for each other and we, we know where we like things to happen. And like, it's all, a, it's, I guess it's like everything nature. else, it'll be a little, right. It'll change, be an adjustment at first, right? like a it was, shift. exactly. But now what we've done through this, and this is where we get positivity, you know, me being a, just the eternal optimist is we, which I love, <laughs> thank you. Um, we've learned that there is flexibility allowable through work and we just don't need to be in the office all the time or don't need to work from home and yeah. get zoom fatigue all the time. We're getting, we're getting there. We're not there yet. Right. We're in the planning stages and, 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 you know, like we're getting the ball rolling right now, 
but eventually by this time next year you know we'll, we'll probably see these these habits created where ideally it's very normal to work in the office three times a week and two times from home and stuff like that and our team members know okay wednesday is a day where we're all in the office and we're working from here and we're doing this it'll, it'll become much more efficient is the goal I think it's going to create more of a balance, honestly, right. because should, yeah. I know that me as a working mom, right? I like my time outside the office. I mean, I, I mean, outside of the home. I like to go to the office a couple a couple of days. I'm not saying I ever want to go back 100 percent because honestly, I still am a little afraid. You know, like I don't want to be around that many people constantly all the time. Right. So I'm still a little scared. So I love the idea, though, of going back in maybe two days or three days a week where it allows me the flexibility to say, okay, I know I'm going to the city on, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Those are going to be my days in. I know I can meet with these team members on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Right. And, right. and I know I can hit the gym. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I have my life, my schedule back to normal and the kids are being taken care of. And I know when I have to make dinner, or when I have to bring it in, you know, so I do think, like you said, it'll be a little bit of an adjustment. But let's get back to those tips. I think that this is really important. OK, so number one, as a worker, I don't necessarily need to schlep all my technology. Definitely in. not. I need to check with my employee as to what the policy is, make sure I read up on that policy, have to see when the cleaning crews are going to come in so I'm not in in their way, right. and that uh, my other team members and I are coordinated. So make sure you touch base with your team members and you're coordinating when you can schedule those meetings. Uh, three, make sure that your technology uh, IT guy has a plan in place and that you're on board with that plan. So it's not only your employee and your direct manager, but check with your IT services um, and you don't have to bring your your plant back and forth because yeah, you'll be no, doing plant. probably shared workspaces right and plants don't do good on <laughs> you know you don't want to be moving plants too much they, and I don't have to pack a bag when I'm hoteling that's definitely don't need to do that okay can, got it you can manage without that <laughs> okay. you, can, you know you don't need and to bring then, a change of, of course you know number six call the advanced group that's it yeah def <laughs> definitely do that because again we're here to help and, and like I was saying before as far as you know the number of executives uh, who, who haven't established a plan yet, it's, it's understandable in some sense because they have so many just daily immediate needs that need to be handled from, a, from an executive level that this is something they're just side-burnering, which, like I said, is understandable, but that's where we can really help from that consultative perspective to be that person and say, here's what we're seeing as best practices you know, across our portfolio. How do you think this is gonna work for your employees? How can we customize this to work for your employees? And, and we can offer that consultation and then the execution and then the software to see if it's working. You know, Okay, maybe this part of our plan didn't work well. How can we do it better? And that's when we talk about before, just referencing back to it, in terms of the habits that are created yes. you know what if we see that these collaborative spaces and open spaces are really working well you know how can we create more of those and, and we're also seeing we have a hundred desks put out 
there's only about 60 people in the office at a time. So, you know, maybe we can scale back the number of uh, desks that we have in the space to create more of the collaborative spaces and stuff like that. So it's going to be all very interesting and um, organic. Right. It's going to evolve. I was evolve, just going to say right? the ecosystem organic. of yep. the office Absolutely. is going to evolve like like many things do. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, how different companies go about it and how different employees um you know, I don't want to say attack it, but, you know, um, embrace it. And, uh, yeah, it, it should be interesting. I saw another you article. You have little nuggets of gold in everything that you've been saying. And Thank I you. really hope that people are, are listening to this because. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but really, I mean, a C-suite uh, person needs to be listening to this for other reasons and an employee needs to be listening it for right listening to this for so many other reasons everybody. yeah you do care about everyone but this is um like you said an organic time we're all trying to figure this out and what works best and sharing the knowledge and sharing the other experiences based on data yeah. is what's important so although they may not be listening to this segment i hope they're tuning into the following segments when you do have that data right and you're coming back right and you're sharing that data and you're saying okay look two months ago we thought that this was going to work but we've realized that it works only 40%. <laughs> but we've taken what we've learned from this other client and we've integrated that into this workspace for this client. And now we have a complete solution. Now it's not going to be maybe as easy as that, but I right. think I'm really excited about the future and the data that you guys are gathering in order to put this together for 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 corporations across the globe and across the country. Correct, because this is a very fluid situation. It's something we've never seen before, so no one has the secret sauce. Right, like, you know, right now, is, no. This is all completely unknown, right? Yeah. So there, you know, there is gonna be some level of trial and error, but that's okay, because through that error, you gain data and you gain more information that can be used to you know, create a better workplace for your employees. And, you know, the most important thing about this all is that we keep the virus at bay. You know, like obviously right. we want employees to, re yeah, exactly. And we want employees to return, but it, but it has to be done safely. And, you know, we don't want to rush it. I saw JP Morgan and it's funny how banks, um, I mean, JP Morgan is a huge real estate holder too. So that obviously has well, something to do with it, yes. but the, the, he wants people back into the office. You know, he said within weeks and, um, you know, there, that's a situation where you don't want to say it's being rushed, but it's, it's, there's a little bit more of a sense of urgency there with employees, which has its benefits too, because we're going to see very quickly, you know, how is this going to work in a, in a situation where they probably didn't even make many changes. You know, a lot of their, they, from what I've read, hmm. they still have the private offices. Um, you know, they, they well, private offices are good, right? Cause you're keeping people at bay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with them. Um, but you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see a company. They're going to be one of the first and, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, how that works for their employees because they're going to have... All right, have so tip number seven, keep your mask and your hand right. sanitizer well, because, on hand because yeah. if you're going into right, exactly. I mean, some you, of these You spaces. have to, and, and I mean, that's what we've done as a society, especially in New York, um, it is really keeping this all at bay. And, you know, you see things gradually getting more open and open. You know, bars are open until uh, midnight now, which 
you know, I don't know what difference that makes, but uh, you're seeing like even with um, athletic events and like concerts are kind of starting to be talked about again. So the same type of evolution is going to happen in the office. And, you know, some companies, like I said, are going to rush it back like a JP Morgan. And, and, and some companies are, are going to be more slowly integrating employees. What I've seen is the two dates are, are July and September. You know, September being the latest and, and July kind of being the plan for, for many companies. Really? Yeah, so, so, so it'll be well, interesting. I'm not I have to say I'm not thrilled about that. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're, even from a planning standpoint, and yes, you've had a year and a half to plan, I understand that. But even the smartest people need to realize that this is, you know, a serious. Still ongoing. It's still ongoing. Yeah. And there needs to be an organic um, flow and evolution of the workspace. So right. it'll be interesting to see. And they're going to have a they're going to have a target on them. So you know we'll be able to Watch talk about that. Yeah, in, in upcoming episodes. And and you know I think that's why it's important that we're doing this as a four part series because like we were saying, it is fluid and it is uh, ongoing and it is trial and error. And, and we're going to do our best to uh, keep you updated, our listeners updated, and and you know help them understand what's working what's not working you know that that that's the real name of this game is to help you know that's the bottom line i've i've mentioned this before you know i'm here to help the advanced group is here to help and this podcast is here to help you know provide um listeners with with the most up to date information and, and pertinent information right, that pertinent, they need right exactly and, and and that's all we want we want success we want people to feel safe and happy to to be back in the office and, and working with their team members you know god forbid you have a heart attack oh that's terrible <laughs> all right well that concludes today's episode and i do look forward to uh part two of this exciting uh i think you'll be introducing anthony parziali we're going to be having believe, our first guest i know I'm very how excited. exciting anthony parziali who is the president of the advanced group um he's been with them for so many years and has a lot to offer to this conversation i know he's been studying it and is a, a you know i have nothing but that most respect for Anthony. Oh, I think yeah. he's a, a quiet genius. So I look forward to hearing what he has to say. So listen into part two for the return to office segment with moving into the future of the advanced group. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast at theadvancedgrp.com. That's theadvancedgrp.com.